Hey everyone, this is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday Meditation Podcast. Today is July the 24th, 2022. July has almost flown by, and today is the birthday of one of my really good long-time friends, He started um, in my meditation classes here in Atlanta years ago, and we have uh, remained friends ever since, and colleagues, I guess you could say, and one of Cedric's great assets is his consistency uh, in his spiritual practice. And you could say, well, that's determination. Yes, it is. But consistency, there's something about consistency which is, um, it functions beyond the will or it's not reliant on willpower. So, like when, when we decide we're going to make ourselves do something, like use our will, okay? Uh, to do something that we think we should do, right? Because it would be good for us, or we decided it would be good for us, or whatever. Um, That is like a form of determination, where, okay, I'm going to do this. And one of the difficulties with that, it, it has definitely has some good uses, but one of the difficulties with that is that Often, our heart, our heart is not in it. And so there's no joy. There's no uh, flow. There's not a lot of flow. When uh, When we rely a lot on our willpower, there isn't always a lot of room for heartfulness or flow or joy. And so, whatever it is that we've decided we ought to do or we should do or we're going to make ourselves do, often we don't do it for very long. And the reason is that our heart isn't very present. So, what I can say about Cedric is he is very consistent and has been with his practice and he has always managed to find joy and happiness uh, in whatever practice he does and and I'm not saying that he's perfect at it or anything but I can say and I've learned this myself that where I'm consistent with anything, of course, but where I'm consistent with my spiritual practices, there is big payoff. And the because I have a spiritual practice that I'm doing consistently, like day after day or several days in a row, um every week 
right? Then there's the cumulative effect. The, <laughs> you could call it the grace, the grace of our practice is cumulative. And this is true, okay? This is, holds true for anything where we put in the, in the time, put in the attention, and put in the heartfulness. So it's true with sports, like baseball, football, golf, um, cooking, knitting, <laughs> uh, walking, <laughs> just anything where, where we are learning something new or we want to get better at performing something specific, right? So it, the practice is what provides the benefits. So in regard to spiritual practices, being aware of our breath is a core practice. It's one that we can rely on, completely rely on, because we don't need any special equipment. It's related to something that we do all the time. We, we breathe, right? So, there's this little bird that's on the ground just ahead of me. I'm walking. Um, and there's, it looks like a sparrow, and it's maybe eight feet from me, and it's just hopping around. It's not, can't tell if, it looks like it's a full-grown, oh, there are two of them, aha, two of them. Now, this is, this is why I love walking in a park or in the woods. Because you never know what you're going to see. Right? So these adorable little birds are hopping around. It's kind of sandy here under the trees. Pretty sure they're sparrows, but it's hopping over toward me. No, it's not a sparrow. It's got a red cap. Now it's about six feet away. And it's just hopping. Interesting. It's got a red cap. It does look a little bit, I don't know, is there a red, such a thing as a red-capped sparrow? <laughs> I don't see the other little one. This is why I love being out in a park or in the woods. And Next weekend, I hope, I hope to get out because it's a new moon, which means it's going to be a dark sky, and I have learned, I know I just went off topic, but okay, I have learned <laughs> that Georgia, North Georgia, has certified dark sky parks. And, and what that means is that there are parks that don't have a lot of ambient light from like street lights or, you know, cities or towns or 
whatever. And so you can see the sky. You can see stars. You can see comets and meteors and and constellations and it, it's just I miss I miss the stars. I miss being able to see the stars because I grew up being able to see the stars and the planets from where I lived because there wasn't so much ambient light. So I'm hoping that we can get out next weekend and head for the woods. <laughs> we do have a real simple telescope and um, I have a decent camera and of course everybody has their cell phone. So. Um, anyway, one of the great things about using your breath is, is that it's always with us. We don't need any special equipment, right? So wherever we are in general, and in general whatever's going on, we can always use our breath to center ourselves. And I've worked with breath in classes for years. And there, I mean, there are like millions, I'm exaggerating a little, but there are millions of different breathing techniques that you can learn in order to, you know, have some kind of a spiritual practice centered around breath and we don't we don't need a whole lot we can just be very conscious of our breath be very aware of it like feel our breath right and that one thing that one intention that one activity of applying our consciousness the the result without a lot of effort on our part is that we become more centered because that's what breathing being aware of our breath does it's centering and it's calming and we're all aware if not from real life at least from the movies that if somebody is seriously upset, somebody comes up to them and says, you're going to be okay. Take a breath. Take a deep breath. Just take a breath. You're going to be okay. And that's the standard practice uh, among all human beings for people who are upset standard practice in the movies and in real life right so that's why I stick with it it's because it's such a great tool and it's easy it's so easy and we also get a lot of information from just trying to be aware of our breath we find out immediately whether we're 
having very shallow breaths or very deep breaths. Like, you know, full lung kind of breaths. So one of the things that we often do in class, uh, because, because we're online and because most people are sitting a lot during the day, is we stand up and we just gently move like we rock from one foot to the other, just very gently. And we set up this rhythmic motion. And bodies, human bodies, as well as other kinds of other creatures, human bodies love a rocking motion. It's very calming in most cases. So, the reason we do this rocking, it's very gentle, we just rock back and forth. The reason we do that is that it's calming and it helps us with our balance. It gets our attention back to our feet. And our culture and the world in general has become so heady, so mindy right that some days I feel like we're all just running around like with big giant wired heads and we're sitting atop a body and the purpose of the body is just to carry our heads around which is not true that's not true that's not the purpose of the body right but when we are like that and we get like that very easily because of our cell phones and our laptops and our um, just all the heady, heady stuff that we do. When we're like that, we're not centered and we're not particularly calm. And when, we're, when we've spent several day, days in that state, then it's, it can it can become more difficult for us to go to sleep at night because our neurons our neurons are just firing 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 and there's a kind of addiction that goes with that which is more information more stimulation more 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 right and you know I know people who um, cannot sleep in a room that's dark and quiet makes them nervous and so they need the television on they need some lights on they just they cannot rest they, they can't come to rest in a room that's dark and quiet and the difficulty with this is that we get much better rest when we're sleeping where it's dark and quiet, right? We have, human beings have slept where it's dark and quiet for centuries, centuries, and it's only been 
how many years? Well, when I was growing up, it was quiet at night, and and it was, you know, still kind of dark. We, I mean, obviously we had street lights, but all the lights in the house went out at night, even the porch light. We lived in a very safe place, very safe neighborhood. Um, and like when we stayed at the farm, we had the we had spotlights on because of critters that came out at night looking for food. So we did have lights on, um, but it was quiet. Like if if I got up and stepped out on the porch and turned off the the light for a while. Oh, it was so quiet. And you could, you know, you could hear all these amazing little sounds in the night. And and I I think that's delightful, right? Because there's a kind of rhythm and music to it. And it turns out that that is true because people have um I heard about somebody who recorded cicadas. They were in a field or a place where there were a lot of cicadas. And when you hear them in real time, it sounds a little chaotic. But if if you record the sound and slow it down, it's actually very harmonic, which means that the sound kind of cascades like softer, little louder and goes down and then there's another wave and it's harmonic like the waves are synced but you have to slow it down so this is like watching time-lapse photography which I also love to do which shows, you know bean seeds in the ground and they put start, you know, putting down roots and and then they get a little bit of roots and then they start putting up a stem and um, anyway, I'm sure you've seen these uh, so, what's my point? my point is that because of the way we live in our great modern culture um, we we're pretty ramped up and our neurons are have adapted to be firing a lot and not in any kind of harmonic pattern okay so the the difference would be um, if you were living or working by a creek or a river or by the ocean, right? Or maybe by a waterfall. Okay? And that was the sound that you heard all day. So I'm walking down to the creek here. And I hope you can hear it. It's a lovely creek. It's pretty clear. It's the bottom's sandy. So I'm going to put my phone over here. And we'll just listen to the creek for a few minutes.
So how, how did that feel? Just listening to that creak for a few minutes. How did that feel? It's a lovely little creek. It's got the waters cascading over stones, right? And that's the sound that human beings have listened to and evolved with for centuries. So when we hear that, when we hear that sound, then our entire system, our entire physical, neurological, um, emotional, all of our bodies, our whole system begins to align with that because that is natural for us. If you've ever been in a city where there's a fountain, you will nearly always see people sitting around the edge, just sitting there. There, And there are a number of reasons for that, aside or in addition to the sound of the water, fountains and ocean waves produce negative ions. And negative ions feed the human nervous system. Things like copiers and printers and other electronic devices produce positive ions which are depleting. It depletes our energy. And also um, affects our immune system. So, in other words, we're surrounded, right, by equipment and sounds and frequencies that are not real helpful for humans. So, this is why having our breath is so essential and having a good breath practice, which is why every week, right? And you may think, you may be bored with this by now, and I don't blame you, right? Things that are repetitive become boring. But breathing exercises done correctly or done consistently can really make a difference for us in terms of our the quality of our attention right can make a difference in our health because we've got more oxygen coming into the body and our brain right the, that amazing collection of neurons oh and I did want to say this the words brain and mind often get used interchangeably and it's not accurate the brain and I consider that my entire nervous system 
from the tips of my toes to the very top of my head that my entire nervous system is the brain because it's the whole thing is what processes all kinds of information all day long all night long the mind or mind right or whatever you want to call it exists and shapes what the brain does but mind it, it's like it is in the spaces or it holds it you could think of it as holding your whole it just holds creation okay so there's there's a consciousness that we could call mind if we wanted to that holds all creation so the more centered we are the less we are um, what's a good word we are too confined or restricted by our neurons and what our little neurons are doing and I'm sure that you've heard or you're aware of neuroplasticity and this is very a very exciting field because everybody who works in that field is aware that we can change the configuration of our neurons we can change the way they fire and the connections that we make that, that the neurons make so neurons that fire together wire together and this is the whole thing behind the whole idea behind paying attention to what you're thinking because if you're thinking like negative unhappy dark right miserable thoughts then you're going to get that kind of wiring going and and all the all those neurons do is they make the connections based on our attention they also have made connections based on our early programming aha so there's the subconscious and unconscious and that's that's a whole different uh, aspect of consciousness and wiring. But one of the great functions of breath is that you, using your breath, increasing your oxygen, becoming more centered can shift. It can shift your mood. It can shift the way that your neurons are firing. So, Keep that in mind the next time that you're not feeling very good or you're not super happy or you're starting to worry or you're feeling anxious. And we know that anxious, being anxious is projecting on some idea or thought or feeling onto the future. Usually some idea or thought or feeling that we don't want but we do it anyway. So 
Um, that's kind of anxiety in a nutshell. And one way to interrupt that is to return to your breath. Okay, great. So here we are in this lovely park surrounded by trees sitting next to a lovely, lovely little stream flowing, water's clear, birds are singing, <laughs> um, and of course everything is green because we have had rain. So we're happy about that. So let's do our meditation, and I'm going to go down by the creek. Hopefully I can get close enough that you can hear it. And we'll just do a creek meditation. And we'll let ourselves just rest. Do our, our breath work. And we'll just rest right here by this lovely, lovely creek. So if you've been sitting, stand up. Stretch a bit. Ease those tendons and ligaments. Stretch your muscles, because we're all sitting way too long. Humans are not made to sit, we're made to move. That's why we have so many hinges, right? Which are called also called joints. All right. And when you're all stretched out, then find some spot to be comfortable. Maybe comfortable sitting, sitting in a chair, lying down, sitting on the floor, propped up against a wall, whatever's comfortable for you. And we're just going to do some breath work and then listen to the creek for a few minutes. As you breathe in, following your breath all the way down into your toes, those amazing little toes, following your breath, feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath, the very tips of your toes, all the way up, through your body, from the bottom of your lungs, past your heart, through your throat, out into the space all around you. Allow yourself to relax. Now, after you've been breathing and following your breath, When you're feeling centered, 
and relax and you're comfortable with your breath. And bring your awareness to the creek, to the sound of the water tumbling over the rocks. And let yourself rest right here with me, very safe space, right here next to the creek.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath, very gently, all the way down to your toes. Be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, and the tips of your toes all the way up through your body. From the bottom of your lungs, past your heart, through your throat, and out through your nose or your mouth. As you breathe out, be aware of how relaxed you are. So how did that feel? Just listening to the water. It was about six minutes. How did that feel? How does your whole system, your whole body feel? How does your heart feel? I hope that that felt really good and that your neurons were able to calm down a little bit. Hope that worked. Okay. So, wherever you are in the world, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the good that you do in the world every day. Take good care of yourself and remember to breathe.